Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you're well. I wanted to do a video on how you, the taxpayer, are going to get screwed and how you, the taxpayer, are going to fund these bailouts because I've been watching CNBC, Bloomberg, going on Twitter, and this is what you're hearing nonstop, even from Janet Yellen, that, oh, we're going to be bailing out the depositors or we're going to be bailing out the banks in the future, the the Silicon Valley Bank 2.0, we'll call them. But the taxpayer doesn't have to worry because they're not going to pay a dime. This is total BS, absolute BS. And I'm going to show you why right now. Let's go to the Fed's website. And this is a PDF that I found. And this kind of breaks down very quickly. It summarizes the bank term funding program. This is the new facility they set up to basically bail out the future banks that were too stupid to hedge the asset side of their balance sheet, like Silicon Valley Bank, or they were stupid enough to have 15% of their depositors in the crypto space, like Signature Bank. Once we go to the bank bailouts, and I'm going to show you how you, the taxpayer, are going to fund these and more than just one way. You're going to pay for this, not just with money out of your pocket. Oh, no, 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 no. You're going to be paying for this for your with your security as well. And I'm going to explain how. And then we're going to move over to explain how you are also paying for the tech companies that were depositors of Silicon Valley Bank. So all those incredible dog walking apps that were, quote unquote, changing the world. We're going to go over why you're going to bail them out as well. So let's start by going over this bank term funding program. The main key that I want you to notice, and actually let me zoom in. So the eligible collateral, basically treasuries, mortgage-backed securities. And you know, one thing that really drives me nuts is I hear these people in the mainstream media and on financial Twitter talking about, oh, this is no big deal because this program's only going to last one year. BS. This is nonsense. Show me the government program that lasts one year. (laughs) Show me that program. I mean, we're going to be talking to my good buddy Joseph Wang here in about an hour or so. And I heard him point out the fact that, yeah, how long have we had reverse repo? 10, 12 years? That was supposed to be a temporary program. Like Milton Friedman says, there's nothing more permanent (laughs) than a temporary government program. And I would argue that it's just, they're just going to expand this thing. And so it drives me crazy when all of these quote unquote smart people on CNBC and FinTwit, you know, guys that were head of uh, UBS or all these people that are supposed to be the pros, they come out and and pretend that what this program is today will be exactly what it is stated tomorrow. So if the Fed comes out and says that it's going to end after a year, well, by golly shucks, it's going to end after a year when none of their programs end after a year. And then they sit there and assume that, oh, well, the Fed said they're only going to take eligible collateral. Yeah, until we get more dog walking apps that need to be bailed out and Notice how they're going to expand that eligible collateral from treasuries and mortgage-backed securities to now all of a sudden 
they'll probably expand it to, who knows, equity from SoftBank or something like that. I mean, this is how these things always play out. So for these pros or experts to just be, I think, intentionally naive, it just drives me crazy. I mean, let's just be honest for heaven's sakes. That the Fed is going to come out and bail, do whatever they need to do to bail out whoever they want to bail out. This is all just theatrics. This is just this is these are just political optics. It's crazy that grown adults in 2023 can't just have an honest conversation about this. The people that are supposed to be the experts and the pros, they've got to beat around the bush and they've got to try to convince you that this is how it's actually going to work when they know damn well that this is just another bailout that's going to lead to 500 more bailouts over the next year. And there are no rules. There are no rules. There are no laws. The Fed just makes things up as they go and just changes them to cater to whatever entity needs to be bailed out at the time. But getting back to this, I want you to focus on this credit protection by the Department of the Treasury. So the Department of the Treasury using the Exchange Stabilization Fund would provide $25 billion in credit protection to the Federal Reserve Banks in connection with the program. Okay, so basically what this means is the Treasury and the Fed are setting up an entity to bail out the future Silicon Valley banks. We'll call them Silicon Valley Bank 2.0, 3.0, 4.0, Infinity. And to fund this, the Treasury basically put up $25 billion. And then so as this program or as this facility is being used, then the Fed comes in, then they put up the bank reserves that are needed above and beyond the 25 billion to give the liquidity or basically to buy all of these garbage assets for a hundred cents on the dollar that are now trading at 50 cents on the dollar. Then you say, well, where is this $25 billion coming from? Does the treasury, when's the last time the treasury actually produced a good or service and made money? Oh, that's right. That would be never. So the treasury doesn't have any money. They have your money, the taxpayer's money, you, everyone watching this video right now. And it gets worse because they're taking this money out of the exchange stabilization fund. Well, what is that? You say, good question. That's the United States FX reserves. And I just did a video, a whiteboard, where I included this. It'll come out tonight or tomorrow night. You guys are definitely going to want to watch this. But I just to give kind of the viewers some context, the FX fund for the United States prior to this 
was right around $60 billion, $60 billion with a B. Now, I guess it's down to 35. And you say, oh, George, well, that sounds like a lot. My goodness, the, the Treasury has $60 billion in FX reserves. Right, but that's to defend the currency. That's to defend the global reserve currency in case of an emergency where it is tanking against all other fiat currencies to the point where it impacts national security. That's where they're getting the money. So you say, oh, well, that's 60 billion. That sounds like a lot. Right. Well, let's put that in context. What does China have? Oh, that would be 3 trillion. 3 trillion with a T. So you may be asking yourself, what other countries have around 60 billion? Oh, well, one country in particular has right around 60 billion. That would be Algeria. And then if you're to assume that the FX reserves have non have now gone down to 35 billion because they've committed 25, that would put us in the same category as Uzbekistan. So what does this mean? That means that not only do we now have no oil in case of emergency because they basically drained the strategic petroleum reserve, but now we don't even have any cash in case of an emergency. Why? To bail out all the idiotic banks that were too stupid to hedge the asset side of their balance sheet or too stupid to manage the liability side of their balance sheet. Bravo, bravo. So not only are you the taxpayer going to pay for this because your money is in the treasury, treasury doesn't make any money, they just steal it from you. But on top of that, you're paying for it from a standpoint of your national security because they're robbing the fund that is meant to, to, to be a placeholder with FX reserves to be there in case of an emergency where the nat- where the United States dollar for some reason falls out of bed. Who knows why? Nuclear war, you name it. I don't know. But the fund is meant to, to be, okay, these are $60 billion that we're not going to touch in case of an emergency, a national emergency, for heaven's sakes. And now we're just saying, oh yeah, let's just go ahead and take the money out of there. No one will even know. And we'll just use that to bail out all of these stupid banks. I mean, it's mind-boggling. It's as mind-boggling as it is infuriating. So now, if you're not pissed off enough, let's go over to how they're bailing out the depositors. I can just go ahead and explain that to you right off the top of my head. So the depositors, you know, Janet Yellen is coming out and saying, oh, well, it's not going to come from the taxpayer. Oh, no, no, no. This is coming from the FDIC. Yes. And the FDIC is private insurance. So anyone that comes out and says this is going to be funded by the taxpayer, oh, they're just spreading FUD. They're just spreading fake news that the FDIC is going to cover all of these losses from these tech companies that were too worried about how many genders there were to pay any attention to protecting their working capital. So the FDIC is going to cover this. No problem. Right. Wait. Where is the FDIC getting this money? Oh, well, that's easy, George. They're getting it from the banks. The banks are paying into this insurance, into FDIC, and they're going to pay extra, those nasty bankers. Oh, really? So you think that the banksters, you think Jamie Dimon is going to just take this out of profits or out of his back pocket and just give it to the FDIC? That ain't going to happen. What is going to happen is the banks are going to charge you more fees. They're going to nickel and dime you to death even more than they already do. Why? 
to take that money and give it to the FDIC so they can bail out all the dog walking apps that are changing the world. So you see when Janet Yellen comes out and says that, oh, the taxpayer isn't paying for this, that should piss you off because she is lying directly to you, right to your face, that yes, it is the tax. All you have to do is think it through from a standpoint of just a couple steps, go a couple steps back, reverse engineer it, and then you see that it's blatantly obvious that the taxpayer is paying for this bailout as well. So then you have to ask yourself the question, well, if Janet Yellen is in this position of authority and she is someone that is more than willing to blatantly lie to American citizens, to hardworking taxpayers, then what else is she willing to lie about? And should we assume that she's the only central planner that is willing to lie and bail out their cronies? Absolutely not. So I'm going to keep reporting on this, and we're going to do a deep dive on these topics specifically with Joseph Wang, who knows a lot more about this than I do. But I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm here to inform you, but I'm actually here to, to piss you off because you should be pissed because the only way that we're going to change anything and push back against these central planners, these authoritarians and their crony capitalism is if we get pissed off. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. Join us here in about a half hour with my good buddy, Joseph Wang. We'll see you in the next video.